Peace, wise family. What's going on? Yes, y'all. We took a we took a brief break, you know, after the new year. But now that the break is over, we are officially back. I'm ready to give you a new lecture. This lecture is called "The Seven Characteristics of Demons" by none other, Doctor Hayoka. Tune in now. Peace, peace. It's Dr. Hayoka. I'm sure everyone is doing well. If not, may blessings be with you until you recover. I want to talk to each and every one of you about the characteristics of demons. Now, for many centuries, Many years, many decades, many generations. Around the 17th, 18th century, maybe quite further back than that, in the church, the scriptures are preached and the scriptures of Jesus is preached and instructed pastors talk about angels talk about the great miracles they talk about God they talk about when Jesus cast the legions into the swine out of the the man on the hill which then ran off the cliff this has been talked about for many generations but one thing that's not talked about enough is demons now when Christians or Muslims hear the word demons or jinn, they get quite un- uncomfortable. Now, I understand because that's negative, it's evil. However, The jinn, even though in in the Holy Quran and Islam, you have good and bad jinn. So you will have the malevolent jinn and the benevolent jinn in Christianity. You have angels and you have demons. So it's quite, it's, it's a difference depending on the religion. And by the way, for all other religions, are individuals who are religious who are under a specific kind of religion. This knowledge is for you as well. But what I was get, getting at is that we don't talk about demons en- enough because it's uncomfortable. But the truth and the fact is, is that demons 
are the main number one influencer over the minds of man today. Demons are the source that causes affliction to the human condition. Demons causes enticement, harassment, tormenting. They impose the force of compelling enslavement. They defile a person and they would deceive an individual. The demons are the cause of suffering. So these are some of the main reasons why we as a people, no matter who you are religious affiliated with, no matter if you're a Christian, a Muslim, Hindu, or you're non-religion, but you're more spiritual, you're a, you're a Buddha, you're a yogi, shaman, a Rekha, uh, or a, a Reki, um, whomever. This should be talked about and discussed more. Especially in the religious establishments. Especially if you live in a Christian home. Because every affliction of the human condition is caused and influenced by something malevolent. So to start with the characteristics of demons, which I mentioned earlier, but I didn't mention that they were the characteristics, but I'm going to re-mention them. I'm going to give you examples and I'm going to read definition to you. So one of the characteristics of demons is entice. To entice is to attract or, or attempt by offering pleasure or advantage. Meaning, for an example, you see a beautiful woman or a beautiful or handsome man. And you're in a relationship, a committed relationship already. A voice will come into your mind that says, you know, you know, she she looks good. Or he's handsome, ain't he? Why don't you go talk to him? You know, I know you're in a relationship, but hey, there's nothing wrong with having friends. They entice you and tempt you to do something that's not natural or that's not going to be of any benefit to you. Secondly, harass. To harass means to sub um is to subject to aggressive pressure or intimidation. For example, you're in the presence of someone and y'all having a debate. It it ends up, you know, it, it, it starts off positive. Y'all debating about something in particular. And then something occurs where you get triggered and you want to handle the situation by defending yourself. But you, but you, you want to do it 
respectfully. But there is a voice or something that comes over you that causes you to get out of character or manipulates you, for example. Hey, you know, you, you know, you, you, you better say this to him or her. You better do this. If you don't do this, you, you, this is, it's going to make you weak, you know, do this or, or, are you going to, are you going to pay for it? You know, that's, that's pressure. That's putting a lot of pressure on you. Or let's use a better example. That's not really a good example. You're hanging out with friends, you know, they smoke or drink and you don't. Someone offers you something to smoke or a drink. And in your mind, you don't want to do it. But a voice comes along and just say, if you don't do it, you're going to lose your friends. They're going to talk about you. And let's say the friend is influenced and they say, man, come on, man. Go, come on, drink this. You know, smoke this. man. It ain't, it ain't going it ain't going to hurt. You feel like you're under a lot of pressure and you're under a lot of intimidation. But there is something on the outside that's influencing that situation that's malevolent and that's not natural. And being um, harassed, you know, at work or wherever you may be can leave you feeling confused and helpless. That's another characteristics, um, another characteristic or or characteristics of demons. The next one is to torment. To torment means severe physical or mental suffering. An example, being physically tormented is dealing with arthritis, back pain, severe headaches, um, you know, depression, you know, Cancer, any type of disease, um, joint pains, not able to sleep, um, sore throat, getting pneumonia, the flu. Those are all physical aspects of demonic or malevolent tormenting. Spiritually is, you know, depression, um, having um, psychotic episodes, bipolarism. Psychosis, PTSD, um, having filthy thoughts, uh, images of pornography, things of things of that nature that keeps that keeps being shown in your in your mind, in your thoughts. That's not natural. So tormenting is another characteristic of demons. Another characteristic of demons is to compel. The definition of that is to force or oblige someone to do something. So that's like bringing about uh, pressure. You're being forced to do something that you're not comfortable with doing. Kind of like um, in, enticement, you know. Um, you're being compelled or forced to do something that's that you're uncomfortable with and you end up doing it. And then afterwards, you feel bad about it. You feel very bad. You feel upset. You feel guilty. Because you know that your higher self, your intuition, your instincts told you not to do it because it's not beneficial. But there's another voice that doesn't sound like you or does, and doesn't have the same rhythm, doesn't have the same vibration, the same cadence. You know, hey, you know, you might as well just, you know, don't study. You know, you got an exam tomorrow, but, you know, you can study before the exam on the next day. You know, the, 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 the voice, you know, would not be of your own by the cadence, the rhythm, the way it sounds um, and the vibration of it. So you have to pay close attention to that. So that's to compel. That's one of the characteristics. 
The next characteristic is to enslave. The definition of to enslave is to cause someone to lose their freedom of choice or action. So, um, and a good example of that would be a group of people who are enslaved by their need to take drugs. You know, um, you are, let's say you're, you're in a situation where you are kidnapped and someone is causing you to take drugs and you don't have an option or the choice. You're in that situation because there's a force on the outside that had brought about this situation by manipulating you into that situation or or into a particular place or circumstance that brought about you being kidnapped, which results into your enslavement by them, by the dictator, just like with work. You know, a lot of us feel like we're enslaved on a job that we don't feel comfortable with doing. You know, um, we're doing a job and we're told to do something and we know if we don't do it, we lose the job. So we kind of feel like we don't have a choice, but in actuality, we do, we can, you know, we can quit the job, but you know, we have bills and stuff. We're in a situation where we don't really have a choice if we want to keep our job and if we want to, you know, continue to pay our bills. Um, so enslavement, you know, feeling enslaved and not free of choice. You, you, you feel compelled to do something that you don't really have any um, uh, control over like paying bills and things of that nature. But there's a flip side of paying bills. If you look at it as, okay, this has to be done so that I can keep my lights on. This is just a way of life. This, you know, it's all about putting things in perspective. But in, enslavement is, again, you know, not having um, the freedom of choice or action to do something, you know. Um, just like going to the doctor and prescribe medicine, things of that nature. At the time, you feel like you don't have a choice when in actuality you have a choice, but you feel that you don't have a choice, which is enslavement, and that's caused by something malevolent. The next characteristic of demons is to defile. The definition of to defile or of defile is to make unclean or impure, to corrupt the purity or perfection of someone or something. So that could be brought about by engaging in unrighteousness, immorality, because you're being influenced by an outside force. You're doing something that is going to corrupt your soul, like being immoral, um, immoral and engaging in something that's against your best interests or hanging out with a crowd that you wouldn't usually hang around or even associate yourself with. Filth is contagious. Foolishness is contagious. So when you keep, when you, Put yourself in a situation where you're around foolishness because you're influenced by something negative on the outside. The more you hang around filth, it begins to affect your own soul and your own essence and your own well-being. So that's something that you have to pay attention to. So defile is one of those characteristics. Another characteristic is to be deceived. Um, the definition of deceive is 
to cause someone to believe something that is not true. For example, um, someone that didn't, um, someone that was given a drink that was vodka, but they was told, i.e. deceived, that it's water. So they was deceived. So as they began to drink, they they began to realize, like, wait a minute, it's not water. This is this is this is vodka. You know, just like someone tell you that they care about you when in actuality they don't. They just want something from you. When you realize that you realize that you were lied to, you were deceived. And this happens on a big, huge scale that goes for the music industry, movies, um, wrestling. You know, as a child, I was deceived because I thought wrestling was real. But as I matured and became much more of an adult and I learned more about life and I experienced life more, I realized that I was deceived, you know, because I thought something was was this way when in actuality it was the opposite. So you have to be very careful because someone can present something to you that's totally not true. And in that process and throughout that process, you become deceived because you typically have been taken advantage of on a personal level. And that's what demons do. They deceive you. That's what the devil does. That's what all malevolent entities do. They deceive you by telling you one thing or manipulating you to think one way. And in actuality, there's something malevolent or there's a negative outcome that's awaiting you if you proceed or you continue to engage in something that is not true. Um, celebrities who may show you the nice cars and the jewelry, they could deceive you by virtue of being broke, but they portray that they have it good when in actuality they don't. So that's how you can be deceived. So those are the characteristics of demons. Now, um, one thing I want to say is there's nothing negative about this conversation or talking about this because remember, they are, i.e. the demons, the malevolent forces. They are the cause of suffering. And remember, suffering is not natural. It's not normal. And God, the creator, the source, creation, the cosmological universal God did not create you to suffer. If you go to the Garden of Eden, if we're going to use this from this text, because it's a principle, you know, Adam and Eve were, wasn't actually real individuals. There are principles. They are a representation of something. It's a metaphor. But when when God placed Adam in the Garden of, of Eden, it was paradise. You know, he it, it was it was a para, it was it was paradise. You know, the Garden of Eden, it was paradise. And Adam supposed to have ruled, you know, the the living the stock the animals and everything and have dominion over them it was a paradise in the beginning and then <laughs> the serpent metaphorically the malevolent force influenced eve and convinced her deceived enticed her to eat of the apple it's the same thing so in the beginning you know, Adam was in paradise. And then by virtue of, of Eve being deceived, 
then things begin to change. So at the very beginning, you know, there was no suffering. So know that God did not create you to suffer. So anytime you find yourself in a situation where you are suffering, ask yourself, why am I suffering? What has brought about this suffering? What has occurred that brought me to this way of feeling, the way I feel, me being upset, me being, being, uh, being down all the time, me not wanting to read, me not wanting to pray? Why do I love watching soap operas and drama? But when it comes to something that's beneficial for me, I don't want to do it. I feel late. I'm, I'm lazy. You have to ask yourself those questions because nine out of 10 is because something malevolent is influencing you to do something that's not a benefit to you. Always ask and pose yourself the question. Why do I feel this way? Why am I experiencing this? And you will get an answer from the creator. This is Dr. Hayoka. I'm out. You take care. Peace. Peace, family. I hope you enjoyed the lecture that you heard today. Please be sure to tune in to WiseStudios.com, our website, to see more of our intriguing, enlightening, and informational content that we have for you all to help better you in any way we can. And we hope you live well and healthy, and peace be upon you, family. Peace. Peace.